Hi, welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. This podcast is called The Doorman. Now, The Doorman is a very important guy, or woman, I guess, but it usually see men, because the, this person is the first and last person you see at the hotel. So it's your initial impression and your final impression. I've been staying at the Palace Hotel, now the Latte Palace, in New York City for a long, long time. And after this crisis is over, I hope to get back there again. But I calculated once that the uh, doormen there, I just can't say door people, the doormen there make well into six figures a year, I mean $150,000, $180,000 among their base salary, the tips they get from uh, visitors and guests, and the money they get from helping people who, let's just say, drive the limos and drive the tax- taxis and want the best fares. And so they have a very lucrative business, but they're very, very good people. They're very helpful. And these kinds of doormen exist wherever you are. For example, in a restaurant, there's usually a host or hostess. More commonly, these posts are held by women. And some of them are very gracious and greet you warmly and seat you early or explain why they can't seat you early or forgive you if you're a little bit late and work you in as best they can. Get you a better table if you ask for one. But some of them are obnoxious. Some of them are truly nasty. And they act as though... Uh, they're the boss, and you have to take their orders. I remember once that uh, we were at a resort in Hilton Head, and we made a reservation at the finest hotel in the resort, the finest restaurant in the resort, and we got there about 15 minutes early. Now, the place was empty. There were only about five tables occupied. And the hostess told us we'd have to wait in the hallway until 15 minutes had gone by so we could be seated. And when I turned around, I noticed there were two other couples sitting there, also early for their reservations, who were told to sit like school children who had disobeyed the rules. And I said to the hostess, I'm not sitting in this hallway. There's no reason you can't see this. She said, we stagger our seating so that no one is left waiting too long because the servers and the bussers can't get to everybody at once. So you can't be seated until six. I said, if your point is that you want us to not have to wait. I don't mind if we sit at the table rather than in the hallway. We won't be upset. And so we'll wait at the table rather than the hallway like school children. She said, I won't do it. I said, get me the manager. And the manager promptly seated us. And somebody came over within about two minutes. We don't need people like that. Why aren't we careful about who we hire? Why don't we pay more attention about who we hire? Some people are gracious, some people are officious. I don't want to know my server's name. I just want good service. I don't need to know whether it's Madeline or Daryl or whatever the hell it is. I just want you to serve me well. I don't need a friend. In Nantucket, where I'm recording this, we went to dinner last night at Crew, a very hot place, hard to get a seat, but we always manage. And there was social distancing, and at the next table over on our right, about six or eight feet away, the couple there left. And a woman in a very elegant outfit with four-inch stilettos and her hair done nicely and her mask on, but eye makeup done nicely, sanitized the table, sanitized the seats, climbed up onto the banquette and and cleaned that, and then cleaned the floor. My wife said to her, are you going to work all night in those shoes? She said, I certainly am. I said, you must be the manager. She said, I am. I said, I've seen you talking to employees and to customers, and now you're 
You're busing tables, you're sanitizing tables. She said, we lead by example here. That's the kind of person I want working for me. The hardware store I go to, you stop anyone, any of the employees, and they ask where something is, and they take you over there. They say, it's right over here on the left. You know who used to do that? Ritz-Carlton employees used to do that, but not since they were taken over by Marriott. If you asked a Ritz-Carlton employee where the spa was, they would stop what they were doing and walk you over there. You could beg them not to go, and they would still go over there. They'd grab onto your leg and drag themselves with you, but they would show you. That was the rule. Now that Marriott owns them, they just generally point their chin in that direction. Let me ask you something. How are you greeting people? Do you have a novel on your answering machine, voicemail, where you tell people what you're doing that way that day and where you are in your favorite quote? My God, just let them leave a message at the beep. Is your website clean and clear or is it a labyrinth where you can't find anything? Can I contact you easily? I don't know how many people send me email with no address in their signature file, but they want me to send them a book. How do I do that? It's a hard copy book. Do you respond to people quickly without making them wait? People are very impressed by responsiveness. Do you offer value and offer help readily? You know, I met a bus driver and people raved about this bus driver. And I said to him, what causes that? You're driving a bus. He says, I'm here to help people get to their destinations. I don't just drive a bus. If you watch the way professors conduct most classes, though, and this certainly was my experience in school, they don't care about helping students to learn. They only care about their own agendas. When we get to the ferry here to come to Nantucket, the ferry guy who's retired and just works there, you know, part time because he loves it, greets everyone kindly, shows them where to go in line, apologizes if there are delays. The difference in airline gate agents and flight attendants is vast. Some of them make you immediately hate the airline and reach for your conspiracy book. Others make you feel so comfortable you don't mind if there's an inconvenience. And so I ask you folks, who's your doorman and are you paying attention to him? That's the uncomfortable truth. <laughs>